Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the Afternoon Drive. Ben Darnell with you here on a Friday, a football Friday. It's a football Friday for some, really just a handful. Uh, really, it's more of a football weekend, especially in the state of Connecticut, because Sunday, 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 not for the NFL, not for college football. It's for the high school semi-states, and I got the man that I always call when it comes to high school sports in this state, my friend Coach George DeMeo legendary high school sportscaster down in W-E-L-I land, 960 AM, year 96.9 FM. Also does a lot of work on 1300, our sister station ESPN in New Haven. Coach, how you doing on a Friday, man? You got no game tonight. Uh, yeah, no, I know. Uh, well, thank you, Ben. Thanks for the kind words. Uh, yeah, no, it's unusual uh, have a Friday night off. I, I don't know what to do. I'll be looking. I'll, I'll, I'll be looking down on the boardwalk here in West Haven to say maybe there's some kids playing a pickup game somewhere or something I could cover. But you're right. Uh, it, it's a football Sunday, and it, it's been that way now for a few years. The semifinals on Sunday, and the reason behind that is the CIAC wants from the quarterfinals, which were played Tuesday night, they want a minimum of four days of rest between games. So the earliest you could play it would be Sunday, so they've gone to a Sunday schedule. And then the championships won't be till almost a full week later, the following Saturday, December 11th. So they, they want some space between the games because at one point, they were playing like three games in eight days. It was just kind of yes. crazy. Well, my biggest beef with the CIAC when it comes to the football schedule is I believe y'all start too late. And I understand that the tradition <laughs> of Thanksgiving to have everybody in on that is a part of this. But I was telling you, Coach, uh, during those Thanksgiving shows that you were doing, uh, State of Indiana, they do their state championships on Thanksgiving weekend mainly because we got to get these kids on the basketball court pretty soon. I mean, do, don't a lot of high school football players have problems being two sport athletes or three sport athletes these days in Connecticut? Absolutely. And the winter coaches, and my son happens to be a winter right. coach, basketball coach, uh, they can't stand the fact that the football players have to wait and they can't officially come out and try out uh, or, or work with the team until their season is over. Uh, you're right. Uh, if it were up to some people, what you said in Indiana would happen in Connecticut. I'm sure they would like to have the state championships on Thanksgiving Day. If not Thanksgiving Day, I would say maybe a week later, but not any later than that, because they want these kids on the court and on the ice. I remember hockey, right, too. Right. Uh, high school hockey is already underway, uh, you know, in terms of practices. And boys basketball just started on Thursday. So, yeah, it, it, it's a problem. And the winter coaches by far get more irritated than any other uh, set of coaches that I know of, trust me. But I, will there be a change? I think a change is coming down the pike uh, in terms of playoffs and when they start them. But you're right, 
I think everyone starts too late here. I think they could back it up a week earlier at least and get the regular season started a week earlier. I agree. Coach George DeMeo not only does football, he also does hockey and hoops, and he will be right around those schedules once this football season wraps up on WELA 960 AM 96.9 FM. But you do have two games on Sunday. Not one, but two games on Sunday. Coach, talk about the two games you're doing, and then I'm going to throw two you don't mention at you on two that I like, but I'll just let you have first dibs on this. Okay. What are the two that you're doing this Sunday? Now, two, I have two next Saturday, Ben, championships. Two next – oh, okay. What's Sunday? Right. We're su- Sunday's the semifinals. There are, believe it or not, they're at eight different sites. Right. Right. Okay. I just want to let you know that. Yes. Okay. We're on the same page. We're on the same page. (laughs) I know. We. Yes, I know that. I knew that already. (laughs) But uh, my game Sunday is at Fairfield University. Right. And it will be the double L semifinal game between the Jesuits of Fairfield Prep and the Shelton Gales. Now, this is a this is a matchup that is a rematch. They played earlier this season. Okay. And do you know what the score of the game was, Ben? I do not. I will tell you. It was <laughs> it was Fairfield Prep fifty four Shelton nothing. <laughs> probably the worst. Yeah, probably the worst defeat the Shelton Gales have ever gotten in their history of of their uh, of the school in terms of football losses. Uh, Fairfield Prep that night could do nothing wrong, and Shelton couldn't do anything right. Fumbles, interceptions. Just never got going. Fairfield Prep that night sent a message to the rest of the state: "Hey, this this is we're just we're going to run through everybody here, and we'll get into the playoffs." And of course, they beat uh, and they got revenge. Now they they finished at nine and one during the regular season. They got revenge on the one team that beat them in the quarterfinals. They lost, They beat uh, Greenwich. Now Greenwich was the only team that beat Fairfield Prep. Uh, this regular season, they got them back in the quarterfinals, twenty-one to fourteen. Now Shelton uh, knocked off Hall of West Hartford, forty-two to twenty-eight. They don't need any build-up, the Gales, and I've seen Gales. In fact, I've seen both teams. Uh, they don't need any build-up, and you know, bulletin board material to just put that headline up that said Fairfield Prep, you know, batters Shelton fifty-four nothing to get incentive. For this game on Sunday, I expect a much, much closer game uh, from the Gales against the Jesuits. And got to remember, the winner of this goes to the big dance next Saturday. So I expect a better game uh, from the Gales. I think I'm going to get it. But 54 nothing when they played earlier this season. The one that I'm really licking my chops on is number three versus number two. And I tell you this every year. If I had a son, I'd send him to either New Canaan or Darien because it feels like that those are some blue-collar football programs. These two face each other. Both of them are 10-1. and one. Uh, This is going to be Sunday, 1230 at the same time you're doing that Shelton Fairfield prep game. Uh, what do you know right. about these two programs? What do you know about this game? Well, I know I, I, we did a New Canaan game uh, during the year, Ben. On WLI, they actually came down and played the Hand Tigers in Madison, which uh, you know uh, that could be a championship match any any week of the season. They played in week three, and New Canaan uh, took care of business, beating the Hand Tigers. Now Hand wasn't playing well then, and they had a rough start to their schedule. New Canaan, I mean, my goodness, they look like they are in midseason form by week three, and they can run the ball. I'll tell you one thing: they're big. New Canaan is big. And they are big on the line. And Hand, which normally has 
uh, a great kicking game, a uh, punting game. They couldn't even get a punt off. They couldn't even get a kickoff. Wow. A, a, an extra point, of a field goal. They couldn't even get it off. And New Canaan is big. They're good. And, you know, they dress about 70 kids uh, per game. And, and that's cutting it down. They actually have 99 kids on their roster. Nice. 99. Nice. I mean, they got enough for three or four teams. And uh, they're just good. They're a good team. Now, they seem for some reason the last couple of years, Ben, and, you know, you follow this Duquesne and Darianne, like you said, they always seem to have Darianne's number. I don't care what Darianne comes in as. Oh, Duquesne and beat him. They beat him when? Thanksgiving Day. They knocked Darianne out of the number one seed on Thanksgiving Day and beat him. And now Darian became the three seed, and you know with New Canaan, and they they were they took the number two seed, and this game is at New Canaan High School at Dunning Field. I've been on that that field, that campus, as I like to call it. And these two teams, if there's ever a rivalry bigger than this in the state, uh, I want to know about it. But I'll tell you one thing right now: these two teams dislike each other more than any two teams I've ever seen. And it goes all the way down. And I kid you not, I did this game a few years ago in the championship, even down to the cheerleaders. <laughs> the cheerleaders from one team came over to the other side and did a cheer just to taunt the other team. Just to <laughs> they did in front of them. I mean, it is, it is one of them. I even remarked on it when they did it. I said, Wow, even the cheerleaders don't want to get together and do it. No, sometimes they'll do a cheer together and everything. Not these two teams. Forget it. <laughs> they don't want nothing to do with each other. So that makes for a great game. Uh, I think the double L maybe is one of the best classes in the playoffs this year. I mean, uh, I don't care what matchup you're going to come out with for the championship. It's going to be good. Uh, would you favor Fairfield prep in this game a little bit, being at home? Yeah, I guess I would. But Darian Nukanen, Wow. Toss a coin. Either way, it's going to be a great game, and that'll be next Saturday. My guess would be, being where these four teams are from, Ben, one of the two sites they're using for the championships is Trumbull High School. Let me assume that they're going to send these two winners to Trumbull next week and not make them go all the way out to New Britain. That wouldn't make any sense. One game that I noticed on the schedule for this Sunday that uh, my naive lack of knowledge of these current 2020, uh, 2021 rosters, but the history of yeah. Ansonia High School. I mean, they've been a powerhouse for years around here. They're the three seed right. going to Cromwell to take on Cromwell Portland. Cromwell Portland yep. undefeated. Ansonia with one loss. Uh, teach me about this matchup. Well, and Sonia, um, you're right. It's had so many great teams over the years. Uh, they lost. <laughs> they lost one game, Ben. They lost on Thanksgiving Day to arch rival Naugatuck. And people had said this year, and I again had seen uh, Ansonia during during the regular season. This wasn't what I call vintage Ansonia. Uh, good running back, solid team, good defensively, very good defensively. But vintage? No, maybe not. But Enough to certainly get by in the NVL for sure. But Naukatuck has had a great season. They run the football. And they just geared up for this game. And somebody said any if it was a year to beat Ansonia, it was. Well, you know what it stopped when Naukatuck beat Ansonia? Then Ansonia had won 103 regular season NVL games. Wow. How about that astounding? Yeah, it's pretty good. 103. <laughs> Isn't that unbelievable? <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, so Ansonia loses that game, and when they uh, when they lost that game, they also lost a, a, a seed 
they dropped from two, actually two to three. Now, Cromwell Portland's undefeated. Cromwell Portland comes out of the Pequot League. Randall Bennett, the coach for Cromwell Portland, is just, I mean, he's an outstanding coach and he's a character. I had him on my show uh, during the regular season. And I, he, when I called him, I said, Randall, I mean, you're just kicking butt out there, Cromwell. He said, Coach, here was his quote. It's like the WWE out there. He's <laughs> <We're fighting. laughs> great, though. And uh, he came on, and this is, a, this is a well-oiled machine. Now, they're going to need, to me, a flawless effort to beat Ansonia. And I say it for this reason. Ansonia is experienced. These kids have played in the state tournament before. They, the, the program reeks of, you know, experience. Uh, and playoffs. So the good thing is Cromwell's playing home, Pearson Park, uh, a grass field. Now, in case of rain, the CIAC has already told Cromwell Portland they'd have to move their game to another field on artificial turf. And they talked about moving it to weather. I'm telling you. Wait, what? (laughs) This is football, right? We're still talking about football, right? Actually, no, it's actually no. – yes, of course we're talking about football. <laughs> what the, they've what been are they told, doing? They've been, <laughs> they've been told they got to move it to an artificial turf. Weathersfield High School has been bandied about as one of the, one of the schools. Okay. Gosh. <laughs> I hope it doesn't rain. That's, that's sad. Um, there's all, all just – I, I, I knew you'd like that, though, man. Uh, I knew you'd like when I tell you <laughs> <laughs> it's chock full of great games on Sunday. There's so many that we didn't go over. I'm looking forward for the Windsor uh, St. Joe's game, the Trumbull St. Joe's. That should be a good one. Um, Masuk yep. Maloney. Masuk Maloney is not good game. It's a great game. That one's in game. that one's in Meriden, correct? Maloney is yeah, in Meriden. Correct. That Maloney High School in Meriden, and Maloney has an awesome team. Brian Garalnik, you know our very own, was out there Tuesday night, and he right. He loved Maloney so much. He said. <laughs> He said on the way out, he said, you know, Coach, I love Maloney so much. He said, I'm thinking about buying a Maloney, a Maloney hoodie sweatshirt wow. on the way out because I love him so much. That's commitment. I think, I think that's great. I think in the M division, you want to just quick, Killingly plays Brantford right. at home. Killingly is rolled. Rockville-Torrington, to me, is a toss-up. To me, though, the number one seed, Killingly, people are calling it the Killingly Invitational. That's what they're calling it, just so you know. Well, they've been good for but so long, man. Great they, they have a well, lot of good right. talent on their team. Um, they had That's a, correct. Two years ago, they had a quarterback. I like their offense, too. They spin it. They throw the ball around a lot. They're very That's creative. I'm right. right. um, taking on Brantfield. Like, like you said, they're undefeated. I look for them to roll, yep. and, and you know, I'm with the Killingly Faithful. It's somewhat of an invitational. Um, talking to Coach George DeMeo, you can catch him before the games on Sunday that he'll be doing uh, the Fairfield Prep. Uh, gosh, I just lost it. Fairfield Prep Shelton, Shelton game. Uh, Shelton, the five yes. seed, Fairfield Prep number one. Before that, on Saturday mornings, you can always catch Coach on WELI, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m., breaking down all the sports, especially the local stuff, and hear from some of these players and coaches, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m., yeah. WELI. Uh, Coach, I don't know if you've gotten your subscription to the Connecticut College Football Power Poll this year, uh, but some schools down in your neck of the woods were some of the best in college football, and I know you are one of the guys around here that falls this 
this stuff just like I do. Sacred Heart, hell of a season. Their their running game yeah. cannot be denied. They lost to Holy Cross in the playoffs. But you know they more did. about the number one college football power pole ranked team in Connecticut, the New Haven Chargers. Their defense oh. was unreal. They lost to Cutstown uh, in the second round of the Division II tournament. Well, talk about that program and, and what you know about them and what they're trying to do and where they're headed. Well, uh, University of New Haven now has a new athletic director, I think you know, and his name is Shane Zenger. Yeah. And Shane Zenger and I have become good friends. I met him through a mutual friend uh, months ago. And believe it or not, every Saturday morning, the University of New Haven athletic director is having breakfast with, with, with a bunch of guys that are talking football and talking about New Haven. And I've got to tell you, he's the guy that used to be the athletic director at Kansas. Right. So he's been big time. He knows all about this. Well, he's bringing that big time to New Haven. Uh, he's got buildings now. He's got a new performance center that's being built in West Haven. They're buying more land in West Haven to expand their uh, campus. And I really think, I mean, the, op- the ultimate goal here for New Haven will be to go D1. That's the ultimate goal. And when you talk to Shane Zanger, he says, listen, we want to be Division One. then let's start talking like we're Division One, and let's act like we're Division One because that's how you get in this mindset. But he has—he's come in. He has gone all over the country, talking to all past New Haven alumni uh, and getting donations. The Peterson Performance Center is being built right now in West Haven on campus. Should be done sometime uh, in 2022. State-of-the-art weight room, locker rooms, the whole bit. They even want to buy more land in West Haven. They want to build their own. Their own rink, believe it or not. They want to nice. get their own hockey rink. Nice. They have a club hockey team now. It's just club. But their programs and, boy, their football team, and I had a chance to go watch them, obviously, uh, just an outstanding team. That was a tough game. Cutsdown's good team. Cutsdown played very well defensively. In fact, 10-7 game. I mean, it's just that Cutsdown had a you know, couple of big plays. Other than that, New Haven played them very, very tough. Uh, their winter programs, basketball, men's and women's, off to great starts. So, it, it, to me, they're on the rise. Look out for New Haven Chargers. Uh, I see them headed, and I think they're going to one day uh, try to go Division One, and they'll get there. Yeah, I agree with you. And if you haven't been out to the blue turf in the back of the oh, woods okay. to check out a game, it's a really <laughs> cool atmosphere, actually. In the game day experience, I went to an earlier game this year, and you're right, the defense is for real. And that program kind yep. of reinvented itself because it was more offensive heavy a couple years ago with those great quarterbacks and uh, running back that they had. But when you take on a blue team in the blue turf, those defensive backs are tough to see, Coach, and a lot of pick sixes exist. But the game day experience there keeps on getting better, and I agree with you. I, th- I think they're on the fast track to going places, and if you dream you know it, they you got can be sued, it. Ben? Yeah. Ben, you know they got sued over the blue turf? Yeah, I heard about this. What? Tell you everybody exactly what – was this Boise State that came out with this? Yeah, Boise right. State sued – University of New Haven, because they said they had the blue turf and they had, had a patent on it. They could only have the only ones that could have blue turf. Oh my New God. Haven counted with, no, that's not true. Uh, and ours is different than yours. And they had explained that the Boise State has blue and white. The New Haven Chargers here, if you know, you've seen it. <laughs> yeah. Blue and gold. Yeah. Blue and gold. <laughs> so they got, they got around it by saying, no, no, we're not the same. Our blue turf has gold in it in the end zone. So we're different. And 
They won that suit, believe it or not, so they're allowed to keep their blue turf with the gold. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> you should have just said, hey, it's not blue anyway. It's a dark sky blue. That's right. That's correct. <laughs> no, you're right. No, you're right. But uh, New Haven won that. However, you do know, of course, and you cannot say UNH, but you knew that. Right? Yeah, there's the other lawsuit that New Hampshire got them on this one. They got them on that one, and they won. However, <laughs> if you go up to anybody on campus or go to a game and you're talking to anybody, I haven't heard anybody yet say New Haven or the University of New Haven. You know what they say? UNH. Yeah. And I said, you know, you can't say that because New Hampshire won. You know what they said? Tell them come sue me. <laughs> come sue me. Talk to my lawyers. Excellent. Well, Coach, have a great weekend, my man. Have fun on I Sunday. Will. And I know it's not over after that. And then once the state no, football championships, championships run, once yep. that wraps up, though, you're back in the hockey rink and on the basketball court. So keep up with Coach as, as best you possibly can. 96.9 FM, 960 AM, WELI. And then every Saturday morning on that station, 6 AM to 8 AM, the Saturday morning sports show, the SMSS set sail. Oh. With this it's guy. Sale. Yes, it's that sale. Coach George Mayo, yes. thank you so much for the time this afternoon, sir. Ben, anytime for you. Take care. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.